Welcome everybody to the Advent prayer journey. And the word Advent comes from a Latin word which was originally translated from the Greek word parousia, which referred to the coming of Christ in the flesh as well as his second coming. Advent has been a part of the church calendar since the early days of the church and it is a tool that helps us prepare our hearts for the coming of Christ. So as we begin to pray today, take a moment to pause, take a breath, and refocus your scattered thoughts on the presence of Jesus. As you breathe, remember that the Holy Spirit is a person. He's not some impersonal life force or power, but a companion for life who walks with you every day. Rather than praying what you think that you should pray about, pray from an honest place. Pray as if your best friend were sitting right next to you with a listening ear. Pray the prayer of Psalm chapter 80, verses four through seven. How long, Lord God Almighty, will your anger smolder against the prayers of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears. You have made them drink tears by the bowlful. You have made us an object of derision to our neighbors and our enemies mock us. Restore us, God Almighty. Make your face shine on us that we may be saved. I love the honesty of these words. There was no pulling punches here. These words were honest and raw. What honest and raw prayers are on your heart to pray? God is not offended by our emotion. Let loose, knowing that God is the God of restoration and salvation. Hundreds of years before the coming of Jesus, there were prophecies about his life. Let's read this passage together, and as we do, we can understand more fully who he is. This is Isaiah chapter 9, verses 4 through 6. For as in the days of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is such poetic language that's used here. A yoke is a farming tool that's put on the back of an ox that's plowing a field. And this gives us an image of wearisome and oppressive work. But we also see another tool that's mentioned a rod that's used by an oppressor to beat an animal into obedience. And the Bible says here that these two tools will be shattered. Now for us, what is the oppressive yoke that's on our shoulders? The Bible says it's sin, shame, and death. And Christ in his coming shatters them. Who is our oppressor? The devil. His kingdom has been dismantled by the life death and resurrection of Christ. When you hear that, are you breathing a little bit deeper? Is there a sigh of relief? Do you feel the weight 
lifting off of your shoulders as you realize that the rod and the yoke that your oppressor has been using to oppress you has been taken off of you, has been shattered. God, today, help me to know the extent of my freedom in Christ. I thank you that I am a free person in Christ. My heart has been liberated. I don't need to live in fear or shame anymore. I can be free. I ask today for those in your church and in my city who are battling oppression, help them break free. As we return again to our passage, listen for the natural inflections you hear in this passage. Are there certain words or phrases that jump out to you? And what might God be saying to you by highlighting those phrases? Isaiah chapter 9, verses 4 through 6. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. As I read this, I hear a reminder that Christ is a wonderful counselor. Now, this is more than just being a good therapist, but yes, Christ is one who gives good advice like a counselor, but it's more than that. He is someone who has an unbelievable ability to guide humanity through the difficult terrain into the abundant life of God. So what difficult terrain do you find yourself in? Can you find a path to abundant life in the middle of it? Probably not. But you serve Christ who can help you navigate this season of your life and bring you to the place where God's abundant life is found. God, as I enter into this day, help me to navigate the difficult path ahead of me. Lead me to the life that is truly life. I need your help. Save me, O oh God. <laughs>